At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. John, do you watch the podcast? Do you listen to him, or do you just not even? I have it on YouTube, but I usually don't watch it. Like I, I, wa- I do it on YouTube. But you listen to it. Yeah. We close the screen. Sometimes I'll put it on the TV and just let yeah. it play, but let I don't play. really watch. Does that mean your mom hears these? <laughs> uh-huh. Usually, I listen to them on Spotify, but I like watching them a lot of times. Mm. But I for- always forget. How's that Red Bull taste? Probably about as good as my Nasi drink. <laughs> No, there's no possible way. Oh, yeah, it tastes better. Let's put it that way. Well, to recap something, we are almost home from a three-day trip. Had a great time. Had lots of fun. Had lots of of entertainment, laughs, (laughs) yellow arguments, podcasts, tears, joy, laughter. (laughs) But I, I did get a new job, and maybe I'll talk about that in a different episode or whatever, but Supposedly, they lost. Uh, they said there's a hiccup in my drug test. It just went missing and didn't come. Dude, where is this joker at? Hiccup in my drug test and need me to do another one. It's like, yeah, right. Which I was actually pre warned that that could very easily happen. And it happens all the time to people. <clears throat> but anyway, so when it ran in there again on our way home, thankfully, these guys are gracious <laughs> guests to let me partake in a very serious issue that needed attention and so I ran in and uh, by the way I literally just took a now that I know your mom might be hearing this I want to say I want to talk so crude but I took a a leak about a gallon of liquids toxic waste literally 10 minutes before I found out that I had to go do this again I Drained. Not a droplet of water. N- e- no. There hadn't been no water drinks. What have you, what have you consumed? Coffee and Red Bull and soda. Okay. <laughs> Let's start this. I had half a Dutch Bros. We, uh, so by the way, we got up at 3 o'clock this morning, left at 3, 17, 18, something like that. But I put a Dutch Bros from the night before in the fridge, like a half of one, because I wanted to have something to sip on this morning at 3 in the morning. So I, I drank half a Dutch Bros today. Then I drank... A pear cinnamon Red Bull about two hours after that. Then about an hour after that, I got another Dutch Bros, full medium. Then a couple hours after that, we ate 
lunch, breakfast, slash, I had a, a root beer. Large root beer? No, a 12 no, ounce it can. It was just a can right here. Oh, and okay. then I, ooh, this sounds so bad, dude. This is horrible. It is. <laughs> then I been, I John was having to slap my hand out of the ice chest because I kept reaching back for another Red Bull. I said, no, absolutely not. No more Red Bulls. No more energy drinks. How long did that last? That lasted, well, about in my, no, in my mind, it was going on for two hours. I had openly admitted it about the last 45 minutes. <laughs> and I told John, don't let me. He said, okay, I'll slap your hand every time you reach in that. That lasted about 45 minutes. A couple slaps in the hand. Finally, I couldn't take any more. John gave he got in. got past the slap. got past the slap. Drink. Man, Another. this sounds terrible. I'm actually embarrassed to admit this. <laughs> now that I count through. That's, so that's five drinks. Then drink another. You didn't say what it was. Another Red Bull. Uh, uh, pear cinnamon Red Bull. Those are amazing, by the way. Um, then we're we're going, and <clears throat> I find out I got to do another drug test. <laughs> and the quicker I do it, the better off I can sooner I can start and all this kind of stuff. So the guy schedules me to do one like out of town on my way home from this trip. I panic because I literally took a leak. Like the kind where I don't need to go again until like I get 10 home. minutes before that. Yeah. I go, sorry, Harrison. And I reached in there and grabbed a NOS. Which I had bought right a couple after days we ago. left my house. Yeah, like three days ago. And because I, I know those things, it was kind of destiny, really, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it was because I honestly yeah. had been putting off drinking it the whole trip because mm-hmm. I know what it does. Yes. Because we know it you have to go needed. pee in like 20 minutes. Dude, I chugged that thing. I've never drank a NOS so fast. And there's a reason why, because you instantly have to go to the bathroom. There's tons of B12, tons of caffeine, obviously. Chugged that thing almost three quarters of it. It was like 30-minute drive to the medical center to do the drug test. I was worried I wasn't going to have to go. Man, by the time, dude, you don't know how bad I was bouncing around in that waiting room to go, dude. You were texting me. Dying. <laughs> Dying. Like, I thought I was going to bust. Anyway, she's all, like, well, will you be able to go? I go, yes, trust me. Give me the cup right now. <laughs> Give me a five-gallon bucket. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I wasn't even in the slightest worried that I was going to fill that cup up. In fact, I probably went that far above the line just to make sure. <laughs> I had to stop she, it. I hand it to her. And I'm like, mm. Yeah. So, anyways. that like toxic toxic waste yeah. through the bottom of the Solid cup. Solid orange. Dude, I have no idea how green. that looked normal. No idea. It looked totally normal. In fact, it was very light. I can't believe we're talking about this on the podcast. I know. Well, sorry. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody on your piece, they know it. Yeah. So, that being said, now let's go back to day one or leaving, I guess. Cricket. Cricket. We left really late compared to what we normally do. I mean, there's times we've drove all night to go on a trip, but we left... Well, we talked about that. We did an episode about that. So day one of hunting, we decided to sleep in because we got to the Airbnb like 1 o'clock. And we, what time did we get up? I think like 7.30. You get, we got up. Okay. Dude. That's so annoying. It doesn't, you notice it don't start doing that until we start recording. It's bad. Yeah. Probably something with the frequency up there. It might be. Well, we slept in because we... Didn't know where to go. We couldn't plug it, I guess. Um, but we wanted to do some scouting. So we're like, well, let's go in in the morning where we can see. We'll get some breakfast. We'll get a little bit of sleep so we're not starting out on such a bad foot and being literally zombies, which usually are anyways on an out-state trip. It really doesn't matter. But do you feel safe doing that? 
because it don't bother me if it's in the background by you unplugging that. Seriously, I got keep a, yourself safe from getting the ticket. I got a speeding ticket. Like, yeah, keep it plugged in. That's like, fine. I don't know. Not even a year ago, so I really need to. Not you have a Class A. No, but I have commercial insurance and commercial registration on oh. all my vehicles. That's insane how bad that's going off. Anyways, uh, well, we were rolling through on the boat, kind of looking around, scouting, whatever, looking for a spot to go, and we saw how many birds do you guys think it was? I mean, I have a number in my head. Oh, when, uh, when we that good group that we jumped up. Yeah. There wasn't an insane amount, but there was like the most birds we had seen for sure. And there was I don't know. I'd say, a few. I'd say about 100. That's exactly that's what, what I was, I was thinking, too. I was about thinking and it was all big ducks. That's, it was all mallards and spruce. That's a good group for three guys. Like, okay. Well, to see them, we know we saw some. We blew a bunch. Not a bunch, yeah. but different bunches of birds out going in there. Running up there. And then we saw a couple ducks flying. We heard a couple shots. And then to jump that many out of one spot. Yeah. Not like a whole area. Yeah, like, right. phew, out of one spot, we're like, okay. There There's, it is. And it was right for the wind. It was perfect for the wind. Yeah. The oh, wind, it was perfect. It was, for the it was wind. like a borderline peninsula with the wind was blowing over the back of it, so they could really get up on the back side of it. Yeah. So we were like, yeah, it looks like it's bothered. There was covered all the stuff rolling there. We're kind of moving pretty fast on this situation too, because we both know how is when you roll into a spot like that, birds are going to try to come back in there. Usually, usually, sometimes that don't happen. What's going on? The stupid cars running up on me, going a million miles an hour. Wait, let's ask one. Let's ask John one question. Who is more jerky in driving? So far, it's Harrison, but he did make a good point. He was in traffic the first part, so there was no, there's no. Traffic I feel like there. we're both good drivers. I was just yeah. giving you a hard time, but no, you said I was making you sick. Well, I'm not even gonna get into this. <laughs> you can't deny the fact that you're always trying to do twelve things at once. So it's not that you're a bad driver. You're always like, oh, 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 oh. Because you're looking at your phone, looking at the podcast, I trying love, to eat, uh, eat I love it's, uh, your it's sound por- effects for me. It's porn <laughs> rain. <laughs> what was the other sound effect the other day? <laughs> well, sounds about right. <laughs> anyway, Ty, so you're going to get a text from mom because Harrison just threw you under the bus. Huh? <laughs> Said you're going to get a text from mom because Harrison just threw you under oh, the yeah, bus. Oh, yeah, sorry, dude. What do you mean? Uh, on about your how phone. you drive. On your phone, oh, yeah, right. podcasting, or no, sorry, on your phone, talking to someone, pouring rain, sketchy, dark, driving with your knee, eating a hamburger, <laughs> holding your phone with your shoulder, and taking a sip of a soda. You're oh, so <laughs> John, please back me up here. Tell me I'm wrong. Are you, you kidding me? You know it's true. Oh, man. Dude, oh, I need some barbecue sauce. I can't eat this without bar- <laughs> Open me a barbecue sauce. You know it's true. <laughs> dude. <laughs> You make it sound so much worse. It's, pretty it's insane, bad, dude. It's pretty bad. It's bad. Do you know how many miles I have under my belt? Hundreds, th- hundreds of thousands of miles. That's called. Okay, back talent. to the back to the point. <laughs> there was no point. This is no, part back of the to what we were talking about. Back to what we were talking about. I'm not done. Day one, we roll up on the birds. Yeah. Anyways, we're hustling about a hundred of them. We're hustling out. We throw stuff out. We know most of the time birds will kind of come back. And sure enough, they did. As we're setting up, half not paying it. Like there's ducks coming in as the boat's sitting there. We're and what do we? What do we always do? I'm not as bad as some people because I know what's happening, but you can't help yourself. What do you do? You rush? Is that what you're trying to say? I don't no. Know. You stop and watch them coming in instead of setting up and getting your gun loaded. No, you're right. You're like, oh, look at that one. 
when I was coming back over to park in the boat, you guys were still looking up like this. Yeah, well, we were still standing. Kind but of you shot one, didn't you, when I was walking back? Yeah, like literally as soon as you left, like the you boat, you even, could still hear the boat. Yeah. And a pair of mallards comes in. Harrison didn't even have his gun loaded. No, I, I was just, trying to get my calls on, you know, open my bag. I just have my gun loaded. And he's like, shoot those birds right there. I pull up and there's a hen just floating. There's a pair I of mallards in the deeks. I couldn't see. Right, like right off the bat, I didn't know which was a Drake or hen. I pull up on the closest the one. The sun's in our... Oh, no, it wasn't our face right there. No, huh? it wasn't. No, but... You all know us. <laughs> it I, was, no offense, John. It was clear as day, brother. <laughs> I know. I know, but I just pull up on the close one, right? It was you like did. a snapshot. Yeah. I pull up yeah. on the close one. He goes, top Drake, top Drake. I pull up. I still have my buckle on for my waiters. I always take that off. Um, I just hadn't... I didn't think we'd have mallards in the decoys the first three seconds <laughs> yeah. I was there. So I shoot with the buckle on. I got my puffy coat on. I had to switch birds. Anyway, I end up not leading it enough. I shoot, shoot it in the hind end. It goes straight down. As soon as it hits the water, I'm, I'm getting ready to shoot another shot, finish it off. And as soon as it hits the water, it just dives and never comes up. One oh, time. it was a hen that did that? No, it was a no, drake. No, I shot the drake. Oh, he hit the I drake know. because he had to s- switch birds real quick. Oh. He made a bad shot on it. Yeah. <clears throat> and it dove. And we stood out there and walked out there as far as we could and stood there and stood there and looked. And looked. Never saw it. Meanwhile, we're out there. Puffy <laughs> I'm looking and he's like, dude, your puffy's floating down the river. Because I was wearing my vest and my puffy jacket was in my bag. And I'm like, no, it's not. I Right? That's what I was doing. When you shot, or when they came in, as I was putting my puffy in my bag, I'm like, it's in my bag. I'm like, that's Titus's. And you were literally walking up. You had just walked like 400 yards from the boat. And I'm like, hey, your puffy's right there floating down the river. You're like, walk back to the boat. You went and got it. I said, no, it's not. It's yours or something. And I'm like, well, mine's right there. Like, you can see it. Yeah. But then you went and got your jacket and tried looking for that duck. Which flares more birds. But you were down, yeah, there were more coming in at Flaritson, but you were down, you were downwind probably about oh, 200 yards from us. What? Thinking back on that, we if we would have thrown a dozen out and left, we could have killed at least seven, eight more birds if we would have known, like, how fast we could have hustled more than we already did. We didn't hustle that much. Well, think, too, as soon as we got there, we parked the boat, and before we even got anything out, we walked up on the bank. I was kind of looking at the back ponds, and we are watching yeah. mallards and Pintails just come in. We're like, oh, look at these. Look at these pointing and looking yeah. for five minutes before we even started setting up. Yeah. But you went to go get your puffy and you ran down this cut downwind. Picked it a up. Couple oh, and yards. then I picked up. You and he's sitting up. down there. No, you didn't pick. Oh, yeah. But as you're going down there, you grabbed your jacket, literally motor running 200 yards downwind. There's a pair. Hit the call. Psh, they're coming. And was it? I don't remember who shot. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, another. Group or pair no. comes in, bang! We smoke a Drake. No, that was the group of like eight, dude. Final oh, you're group, right. Remember? They came over our back. That's what it was. And I, we stood up right to shoot, and right as we were doing that, they they saw and heard the boat because you were like right there, and they flared anyway. I ended up getting one Drake, killed that one, and you're coming back. And I can imagine what you're thinking. You're out here messing around with the boat. There's a Drake mallard floating dead. No, I mean it worked good because it would have been too far for Rocky anyways. So kind of didn't really matter. Yeah, my jacket was. Full of water. I came back to the bank and threw you my jacket. And I said, can you hang this up? Because I knew I was going to need it later. Yeah. Because the ride out was going to be freezing. Oh, yeah. It was my puffy. True. Yeah. 
So it actually insanely because it was it was blowing what twenty plus twenty five thirty twenty gusting thirty somewhere in there. Yeah, something. It was there. ripping. Yeah, it was ripping. There was white caps in the bay we were in. Besides yeah. a little pocket, and we we're on the back side of a point. Yeah, that was I was getting soaked driving out there. Oh yeah, when that tide or the angle of the wind and how it was blowing up on me. But yeah, they you guys had basically two birds, right? Oh no, that because well, we never yeah lost, lost someone. Yeah, that's a bummer. Can never oh it never came up huh? it so never came up. never yeah. came up never as soon up. as it splashed it it almost like dove as it was going and it's also really hard when that happens because you know how the ducks will barely have the tip of their beak sticking up yeah. and you can't oh, yeah. hardly see but a quarter inch sticking out mm-hmm. and yeah. it was real choppy but the white cat yeah. caps or whatever you so might not have been able to see that right he might have just exactly. he was probably just cruising you know swimming I hope you guys are enjoying this too because there is we do have clips from each day. But not the whole backstory, obviously. We, I mean, even if you make a whole video, you can never have the full backstory. But hopefully this guy's... I kind of like having it for people that are loyal to listening to the podcast because it gives you guys... You can, like, play this through in your mind as you're watching the short clips that we actually have. John, I think it was, it was right after that when I grabbed my gun, right? Was that when I shot the Drake Mallard right after that? Mm. After I got back? No, because I think I shot that Widgeon next, remember? There was a group of widgeon, and there was that one pintail that I couldn't see, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. I pulled up and shot the Drake widgeon, mm-hmm. and then I grabbed the camera, and then you stepped in, and you shot and that we're mallard standing like there right in the face. Point blank, yeah. Yeah. He kind of backdoored us a little bit. You were actually in, coming back from the decoys from something. I think you were moving decoys or something. Oh, that's what it was. I was standing. I threw, no, oh, because the sun. I moved the spinner thing. No, I was out there. You were in the blind. I the decoys that were right up against the bank were really in the shade, and they were coming over our back. And I was like, they can't see them. So I threw them out. A couple more out farther, like you know, six or whatever, farther out. So you know, those ducks coming over the back could see them better. And then um, because we're also trafficking pintails, and you know, whatever. Anyway, so I did that, and as I'm almost to the bank, I look up over the tree that we're sitting in, and there's a Drake Mallard just hooked up. He made one turn over the point couple quacks and he was coming i'm like dude get your gun get your gun he's coming he's coming he's coming and you're like and you weren't you, you couldn't hardly see because he was literally at the tip of the tree like 10 yards i was looking through the branches i could just see him coming he's like yeah i could too and right is and i'm li- maybe 15 yards in the air i'm kneeling maybe. at the bank like in the decoys looking up and he was right over my head like i had the perfect view like if i was looking from the water line and he just you, you stood up just poof he almost blew its head off. Literally, literally in half. See in the right video the that's neck, on there. Yeah, but. right in the neck. Like, literally. Like, you couldn't put it on a strap because it would rip the yeah, neck and head Yeah, it was on. a string holding his head on. I think I got that shot pretty good, too. Oh, you got it really good. It, good. That will be in the video. You guys will see that. We got some cool stuff. We really did. I mean, wasn't like, there wasn't much to get from the first or second day, but the third day could have been a crazy if I would have put that GoPro on when I got in the water. There would have been so much drama. I would have left all that in there, too. Oh, absolutely. 100%. All this fighting, the you, yeah, you all everything, everything about that. I wish I would have. Oh well, good content. Yeah. Anyways, um, we ended up with six that day. So what was our birds after the first day? Uh, two. Let's see how many mallards. Oh, we four mallards. We killed two widgeon, two pintail, and two mallards. And I, one I had a widgeon and a pintail was a hen. Yeah, I had a widgeon and a pintail. You had one mallard. one mallard. John had three birds. I only he had, two. had no. You had he that, killed three. You that had day. that Drake and the hen mallard. Remember me? No, no. Oh, John. 
Mm-mm. I and thought we had six birds the first I day. I didn't even kill. I killed a widgeon and a Drake Pintail that day. Titus killed a Drake Mallard, and you killed a Drake Mallard, Drake Widgeon, him Pintail. Right? Oh, I forgot about that yeah. other Drake Mallard. That's what it was. I don't, because I hadn't killed a Mallard until yesterday. Yeah. That's right. You said that to me yesterday. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, then we get done with that day. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Part of me wanted to, when we were driving home, part of me, correct me if I'm wrong, Harrison, but part of me wanted to go down south. No, we, we did. Were, we were contemplating that. We got you back were in the saying truck. we need to know in this the This was kind of a different area that we hadn't hunted too much. We didn't have a lot of history in. So we were- You had zero. I only I had, had none, one trip. Right, and it was very minimal. And it, the water uh, wasn't how it was. Oh, mi- yeah, minimal. You, I mean, three yeah, days. But I mean, as far as- yeah, They're breaking deep. Hard, hard. hard. This guy right here this is really bad. The red car is way up there. Um, as I mean, as far as like you were half a mile from where we were because you couldn't even get up there. Oh yeah. Anyway, whatever. We wanted to see what it looked like in the morning. Try to get some more, I guess, history on this stuff. You know. Well, yeah. Because I'm not going to try to even say that I didn't want to try it again in the morning. But part of me, like I did say, like I kind of want to go south. Then you're like you kind of brought well, a, we said you brought same, a good argument right. up and said, "Dude, we got to kind of know in the morning." I'm like, "Yeah, we do because they yeah, did it pretty you, good." You brought night. it up, you but said, I said there's no wind in the morning though. That's the only right. problem. You brought it up and uh, you said, "Let's go hit our old stomping grounds that we know really well." Yeah. But we there was also some conditions like it blew so hard that yeah. first day, all day for like actually probably 24 hours straight. That the area we wanted to go to south, we thought also that 
we thought it was going to be a little more beat up. Mm. Like the ducks were going to be pretty yeah. beat up because it's a lot of bigger water and it was blowing 30 plus miles an hour. Yeah. So we we're kind of like maybe this other area, a little tighter, birds going to be in there, whatever. We wanted to check it out in the morning. So we made that decision. Yeah. Which we probably would have, if we had it to do again without even knowing what we know now, we would have probably did the same thing. But I knew, we both knew right first thing, there were some guys that told us, oh, 10 to 12, it got turned on. So we're like, okay, let's go there and stay till 11. And then we'll leave there and go scout the evening. Man, we it was bad. It was nothing flying. Like zero. How many did we even kill? Like, I think one. No, we killed more we? than that. I killed one and Harrison killed. Harrison killed two. No. No, dude. You killed it was the, one bird. You killed the hen mallard. I killed a hen pintail. And you killed a... Remember you killed another oh, hen? Oh, yeah, because that mallard was floating around and I missed. And oh, then and my then, second shot jammed yeah. on my 20 gauge. And we had that Drake mallard that... Yeah. We, I, don't need, I couldn't even tell you who hit it. Probably Harrison. Well, that's the one you're talking about, right? Yeah. So we killed the, the hen mallard. He killed that hen mallard. Remember, that was a lot of water. Drake mallard. Or so we, there was three, we birds, both, three birds. Three birds. Three birds total. Three yeah. Okay. That is not something you're expecting on an Iowa State trip, trust me. Well, then we ran out of time to hunt in the evening to try and make up for it, which I'm never impressed by a lot of evening hunts unless there's wind, which there wasn't. No, it's usually midday. So we decided to scout and just say, you know what, we got to put the effort in because it's going to be our last we day. We need to find something day. solid yeah. for, for Tuesday morning or else really we're gonna really going to be host. Yeah, exactly. And then we found a lot of birds, a ton of widgeon, actually a ton of mallards, and we got where we wanted pretty much, and it paid off. Yeah, I was actually expecting more mallard action. Yeah. But you know what? There was, n- excuse me, there was no wind. There was a little and bit it, in the morning. But yeah, yeah. It and then it, then it died, and, and then, so did the bird fly. And there was and, no sunshine, and there was no. Yeah. That's what I was getting. At, and it got cloudy in the morning. It was a little more clear, and mm-hmm. then the little cloud cover rolled in. And then the wind cut off, and it just it wasn't prime for mallards. Yeah, if it was mallard. windy and sunny, I'd be Weather. willing to bet we would have put a dent in them. I'll tell you the only I feel like mistake I made in that three days because I feel like we would do the same thing again if we had to, but I did make one mistake. I'll just say I did because I'll just take that is when we scouted the first morning, we slept in, ate breakfast, and said we're gonna scout. We went we the didn't wrong area. Even, we, no, that was good. I wanted to check that spot. What we didn't do is check the main area right? where we hunted on the third day. Right. We had no idea. If why we would have seen what we I, saw. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I take the blame for that. Because after I checked that one area, I was I was getting antsy. And I wanted to well, get up there. Well, oh, remember hunting. where we were at, we were literally like, we have to go like 45 minutes the opposite direction to where we wanted to hunt that evening. To go look at this other spot. That's what it was. Yeah. It was like it's going to take an extra 45 minutes down there and back up. Yeah. Plus another. Plus we got to drive back, then a 30-minute yeah. boat ride. Yeah. Right. It was like we're, it, really basically early. what we said is we got to hurry up or we're not going to have an afternoon hunt. Yeah. So we didn't take the time to drive over there and but check out. But I think that's where we should have probably got up earlier. Yeah, we should have. We should have looked at that place because, dude, we, if we would have seen what we've seen. We wouldn't have gone up north. I think we still would have went for the afternoon. I really do. But we wouldn't have came back in the morning. I guarantee we wouldn't have. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, I, I just got antsy. Yeah, I got antsy. So 
But, yeah, I mean, all in all, really, there wasn't too many mistakes made, to be honest with you. Like, sometimes I go and I'm like, I did this, we did this wrong. Hindsight's 2020s. So I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about the thought process. Like, I'll tell you where we were. That was a negative by not going to look in the other spot. I'll tell you where we made a great call. And that was not even wasting five minutes moving on the last day when we seen birds kept trying yeah. to work that spot. Yeah. Because how many times have you said, we need to move, we need to move, we need to move. Two hours later, you still haven't moved. Then when you move, it's too late. Yeah. That was solid. You got to move like the first three groups you see go yeah. somewhere. And boy, that was there. the right call because we barely got our third bird for a limit. But we did it. And I was proud of us, honestly. We could have got a hair sooner. Um, Had some issues. One click. That and then. <laughs> and then I had a miss or two or some shell stuff. Shell gun issue, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then we lost that oh. last bird. That was weird. That boat bird was stone. I thought well, he was. I thought he was, dead. I guess, but apparently he wasn't. But. I mean, I thought he was maybe death spinning, but I didn't think he was like swimming. Even worthy. if he was still alive, I didn't think he was like escape. No. Life or death mode. Like I thought uh, he, he started was floating because he did that death flop where he's spinning a circle and he quit moving. Yeah. And we're like, oh, we'll just leave him because. The area every time we were behind, there was a closed zone close by. Every time we shot, it seemed like three, four, five more ducks we'll come, yeah. would start working the area. So we're like, well, if we shoot one and it's dead, let's just leave it. Because they were literally, they would have been landing on our decoys if we weren't out. Because right. they would come every single to, time. They would come to 25 yards when we were in the decoys. <laughs> there was more. Yeah, there was even more. Oh, when we were standing out there? Yeah, like when we were right. going out to get a bird, there's right. more imagine coming. When we yards. weren't out there, there imagine were if we wouldn't yards. Have, when, if we wouldn't have picked up every duck, if we could have just shot them and like, let them sit there, Yeah, we would have been done twice as fast. Really, we truly would have. They were no really just trying that. to dump in. And, dude, we can't fault ourselves too much for that because we weren't even there that long when all that was going down. Like 30 minutes later, we're like, oh, you know what? Maybe we should leave these birds in the water because every time we shoot, to even be making dude, it was it like was that. boom. Before I knew it, I go, guys, we have seventeen birds. It was that quick. It was insane. And after I said that it was seventeen, it was twenty minutes later we were done. Yeah, because I have the Marcos Plus, on the timestamps. We were hunting a spot that wasn't just open water. There was a lot of wood, so it's it was easier to lose birds. Yeah. So it's kind of, in my opinion, unethical to just like leave five or six ducks floating out there. And as far as that goes, like, Rocky wouldn't have been able to look for him in that drift because no, that had yeah. cut up his paws. Yeah. That's why I wasn't – I didn't let him get a ton. I think he only got, like, four or five birds on that when they were farther out there. Yeah, it just tears him up. Because, yeah, his his pads have got jacked out there before. Not his pads, his, his – uh, oh, what do you call it? His uh, webbing. Yeah. He's cut them really bad. So I was like, man, I don't want to tear – because it was – I could feel it rough under my boots. I was like, dude, this – yeah, I'm worried. I was worried it might have messed my waiter boots up or something. You know, like some seriously bad a, snack stuff. So you made a great retrieve on that mallard, though. In those trees. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I was yeah. really, really, really proud of Rocky on the second day. The second oh yeah, morning, that one too. We had really decently. How how thick we? I know it was skim ice, but you think that was three sixteenths? Three sixteenths a quarter in some areas, but out in the middle is probably you know eighth inch ice. Yeah. But good enough to where when we were running, the boat's going, yeah. you know, you're like, you're running into through the ice. Yeah. It wasn't just slush. It was ice. Well, Rocky, the first time he ever faced ice, I think he was only two 
maybe three. I think he was two, though. I'm pretty sure he was. It was his second year. And I was in Kansas, and me and Elliot were together, and I think Jordan, and he shot, uh, one of us shot a bird. It dropped, and it was pretty thick ice. I wouldn't say much thicker than it was there, but it was definitely thicker. And he went out, and as soon as he hit that stuff, which, mind you, that'll cut into you. I mean, it's hitting him in the chest, right, in the legs. California dog never touched ice in his life. Mild weather. Two years old. Yeah. And he said, "Uh uh-uh. He literally, t- I could not force him to go back out. He turned around and came back and got in the dock stand and would not go back out there. I was pretty mad, but at the same time, I kind of understood. Well, now fast forward four years or whatever, he's six. Um, he went out after that bird, which was water, just to where he was going, and then he hit it. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I go, guys, I'm stoked. I'm proud of him. He's, he's doing it or whatever. Well, he got about a couple feet into that and turned around. I'm like, no, no. And I said, fetch it up or back or something. I can't remember what I said. He turned around and busted through what you think probably 15 feet of yeah, that, 10, 15 feet of that stuff to get to that bird. I think what helped dude is he could see it too and he knew it was close. Yeah. And it kind of, he could see it really well because it was on top of the ice. But he was putting his paws on top and busting and then like going to that. I was, dude, I was so happy. I was like, I gave him a ton of praise for that one because I was really happy with them and proud of him for that. So that was cool. I haven't been that happy. Like, you know, the proud dad moment because he's six years old now. That, I mean, there's not a lot. He's, I mean, every Hasn't time, done, yeah. every time he pulls one out of the toolies, I'm always stoked out of my mind. But <clears throat> like that one was like, wow. I was, I know a lot of dogs do that naturally and no problem. But it's a California for, dog. He doesn't for do him it. to kind of conquer that little bit of a, and his drive is not high, as high as, like, a lot of other dogs. <clears throat> so I was pretty stoked with that. So, anyways. I know it's not impressive for some people, but... Anywho. Anything else about that trip? Other than the fact we're driving home the day for Thanksgiving and dealing with tons of traffic. Tons and back traffic. to the high diesel prices. <laughs> no kidding. Look at this guy's wheel. Oh, did you see that? I just stopped. And yep. I need dental floss. That old California. Yeah, God, I love it. California. Heading back to the one bird days in the grasslands for <laughs> next three weeks, probably. Yeah. I hope not. Shouldn't be. You never know. This season actually has been kind of weird, really. I mean, we. I was telling John, you, were, you weren't around Harrison, but like I was telling him, we got spoiled a little bit last year because... Even early in November last year was really good. I had some amazing days in November. I just had, uh, I was going to say something about that. I just had a memory come up yesterday. Uh, dude, me and Ellie had like five mallards, two sprig, two drake wood ducks, a couple drake wood, and like we had a solid big duck yeah. limit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, right now it's, I mean, it's tough to kill a few teal out there. Yeah. But we know it's frozen up and pretty much frozen. <clears throat> Alberta right now, so it's I think it's just a matter of time. It'll be any any time now. Yeah, I would say for sure the first week of December. I think. I think of the next ten days we're going to see exactly. a significant jump. Which guess what that will be? Pretty much the first week of December. Okay. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Anything else to add, John? Nope. It was a fun time. Yeah, it was a good time. Good, good time. trip. John and I had never actually met before this trip, so uh-huh. that was cool. Yeah. yeah, it was good meeting you. You guys hit up so good that you even recorded a podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I mean, he did save my life the first <laughs> half hour. We knew each other. Uh, yeah, that is yeah. Already, what was the story behind? That? We already said we already that. talked about oh, that. Awesome. We talked about it. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Bottom line, I almost got decapitated by the back of Titus's window. <laughs> so. Oh, dude. I was speechless. Oh yeah, I guess we talked about that yeah, in another episode too. Yeah. Beforehand, that was funny. You have any bruising from that in your rib cage? Uh, no, but I think I hit my head pretty good on the he way did. out. Is, that's what looked you? like it hurt. He barely, like got he, his, he barely got his shoulder I blade out like my adrenaline and then his head on the way oh. out. I, was like, I didn't even, no, even later it didn't hurt, but my adrenaline was going so fast. I knew I hit my head. <laughs> and I knew I hit it hard. Like I Pure could feel. fear. But it did not hurt, dude. <laughs> that's so crazy. My whole shoulder and arm and neck was outside the window and it was closing in. <laughs> it was already touching my And it was raining outside. Yeah, pouring rain. He actually got wet. His whole arms were wet. <laughs> John, get this. John, do this. John, do that. I should have known when you were sitting up in here in the driver's seat that something, or passenger seat, something fishy was going on when I walked up. Yeah. After oh, the drug yeah. test. Anyways. All right, guys. Well, hopefully you got some entertainment out of this. We'll keep the podcast rolling and hopefully... Everybody out there is doing good this season so far, and hopefully things pick up a little better. And kind of curious to see how the season goes with El Nino. <laughs> we'll see you guys in the next one. Yeah.